And we're live. This is episode 32 of the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Man, today's Thursday, December the 10th. It's 15 days before Christmas, 21 days before 2021 gets here, and only 41 days left of Trump. Man, I'm Sam <laughs> How you doing? Welcome to Everybody Mad the Live podcast. <laughs> What's happening? I'm Kenya Kabeen, and thank you so much for checking us out tonight. We got a bunch of hot topics lined up for you all. We're going to be talking about everything from what's going on politically. We're going to be talking about coronavirus and entertainment, like your girl Gabrielle Sidibay clapping back at your boy Twister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, and, you, so you got to keep it locked for that. What were you going to say, Sid? It's just craziness. Uh, we saw some craziness with coronavirus going on down in Atlanta because y'all got the cure already down in Atlanta because uh, everybody's just going on about their business. So, uh, but it's happening up this way too in Columbus, Ohio. Your boy Trey Songs is doing some stuff. So we got an action-packed show of all the foolishness that's going on with COVID and all that good stuff. But it was your birthday a week ago. Yeah, so I I ain't really talked to you since then because I know people normally have sex on their birthday, so I ain't want to be be the one messing up that. So <laughs> <laughs> I I want to see block, you know. So I didn't want to let you have your love, you know. Well, you were crazy, Sam. Well, I had a real good birthday. Um, I actually got together uh, with some friends and uh, just kind of, you know, like had just like a couple of drinks. That's what I've been doing like all week, just meeting with like people like around town and having like a drink here and there. We'll dip in and dip back out. Still trying to play it safe because one of my real good friends actually uh, ended up getting Corona from a party that they went to. So they went to a party and turned out everybody at the party contracted Corona. They were one of the people that got Corona, and I'm noticing wow. I'm saying I don't want people to try to figure out who I'm talking about. I, going on. Yeah, like somebody that you know is already contact tracing. Like, let me see. Uh, yeah, because you know, because people, people they be you know like really like searching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying to figure out what's going on. So yeah, you know, it's just it's it's kind of crazy down here in Atlanta, man. But we're gonna talk more about that. But yeah, I had a great birthday, and. Um, you know, just gearing up for the holidays, bro. That's it, man. Yeah, we're gearing up for the holidays. So we just decided that we're not coming to uh, South because we was actually coming next weekend and we was going to spend the rest of the month in 2020 in uh, Atlanta, South Carolina and all that. But we uh, just like it's just too much. It's just just, just kind of going crazy. It's, it's really at levels where it was before we start traveling. So so we was like, we just just got to wait. You know what I'm saying? So Christmas is really going to be Christmas again right here. Like like quarantine Christmas. It, it's, it's like. We're just not doing the right thing. And and it's like, I really, at this point, I blame Trump. I don't blame him for anything. But like all the other countries in the world are back to normal. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to me, Trump is the Grinch. Trump is the Grinch that stole Christmas because he just refuses to do anything. Like the simplest stuff like masks. Like, we, like we're still arguing about masks and the world is laughing at us because they back to normal. Yeah, but I mean, we already knew what it was going to be even way back when all this stuff started with the mask and everything. The goal was really just to be clear and be through with the whole coronavirus so then we could get back to normal some 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 kind of normalcy at yeah. least for the holidays thanksgiving and christmas and clearly that's not the case because now everybody's canceling their plans you know and it's, it's very unfortunate however i kind of figured that that was going to happen when all this stuff was going on about people not wearing their mask and then yeah, and here in atlanta it's so open you know people going to the club and turning up and you know everything is wide open Florida. people are traveling all over the place and you know people are still getting sick you know what i mean yeah. and i yeah, get I you gotta live your life but you just gotta be cautious and you just have to really uh be careful the way you move and people aren't doing that yeah they're not and, and it just shows like just the american selfishness that we have but uh we'll talk more about that please uh if you're listening on the uh podcast or or, or if you're uh, watching us uh please like or share wherever you are we're live on facebook right now uh you can watch us on uh, youtube if you're there uh thumbs up and sharing it and uh subscribe and all that helps with the al algorithm and stuff like that or if you're listening on podcasts uh, we're on spotify and uh apple Podcasts and google Podcasts and all those platforms so help us spread the word so we can have some good positivity and some funniness and all the shenanigans going on uh with our black men and good voices out there uh, saying the right things but i guess we should get on into the show all right, brother, let's go ahead and jump everything off. Well, we just got through talking about Corona, and that's, of course, is the hot topic and the main topic of tonight's show. Since coronavirus numbers are still at an all-time high, right now a rush to get a vaccination to people is underway. Now, in England, a 90-year-old grandmother was the first to get the shot. Trial results right now in America are very encouraging as well, and vaccinations are set to begin real soon once the FDA approval process is done. And since people are still on the fence about getting vaccinated, former President Bush and Obama say that they will take a shot live on TV. Now, the question is, 
because they're saying that they're going to take shots, especially Obama. If, if President Obama says, <laughs> yo, I'm going to take a shot, are you going to take a shot? Because if he does it, I'm going to do it. That's just how I feel yeah. about the situation. At this point, I would take the virus. And and I can, I got a whole list of reasons. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, damn, I said I would take the virus. I would take the vaccine. Right. Uh, like what happened with Tuskegee and that sort of yeah. thing. You can understandably have some concern. And I get that. But just kind of looking at the science and things like that. So far, it looks to be legit. It looks like it's all right. Now, I ain't rushing to get in line and sort of things like that. But I expect me to probably get the uh, vaccine just because at the end of the day, like here, like the bottom line, whether you get the vaccine or not, you're still going to have to deal with coronavirus, whether or not you uh, do whatever, because they, this is not a cure for coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? This is just a vaccine to prevent you from getting it. You know what I'm saying? So right. whatever decision you decide to make, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to make the decision that's, that, that has to account for the fact that you still got to deal with it. Like you just mm -hmm. can't. You're right. You're 100% right. Let us know your thoughts on this right here, because a lot of people are still on the fence. They're still on the fence about taking this shot. But I I said, if Obama does it, President Obama does it, brilliant man, then I do it. But I'm going to wait a whole year. You know what I'm saying? Like That's another thing, too. People think, like, all right, the vaccine is here. Well, no, you're still going to have to wear your mask. You're still going to have yeah. to practice. Like, it's a lot of stuff you're still going to have to do. But I think a lot of people are... are they like they're thinking that since the vaccine is here now i can relax and things like that but you really can't you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. it's still going to take a while not only just to vaccinate everybody who wants to get one but it's also going to take a while for everybody to build that that sort of group immunity that everybody's going to so like bottom line you know what i'm saying folks need to check with their doctors folks need to do stuff but like bottom line you still gonna have to deal with it and we know how 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 it hurts black people in our bodies because we have those comorbidities and things like that we gotta still deal with it you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah exactly so uh definitely make sure that you all lock in with the everybody mad podcast and follow us on all of our platforms you can find out what's going on with coronavirus also don't forget if you want to join in the conversation solo.2 slash everybody mad keeping it moving in other stories people are crazy out there said this actually went down here in atlanta this past weekend a dude stabbed the 17 year old dunkin donuts worker because they didn't have the flavor that he wanted really bruh Police say the guy initially pulled up to the drive-thru and got pissed off at the Dunkin' Donuts worker because they didn't have his favorite flavored donuts. So he actually left the store, came back, went inside, and attacked the girl. He stabbed this girl twice, once in the left forearm and in the upper arm, and he actually fled before cops arrived. That means this dude is still roaming the streets of the ATL and I'm sitting up here watching my back like, damn, you know what I'm saying? It's really crazy. But police are still looking for him. Meanwhile, the slashing victim, she was taken to the hospital and is expected to be OK. Watch this right here. It's insane. Insane. Yes. He yes. is lunging at her, slashing her up. That's crazy. Man, I just think that there's just so many mentally ill people out there and mental illness is never really addressed. We've talked about it before on the show. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that we as people are enablers, too, because a lot of times we don't say anything when yeah. we see people that are acting crazy, that are acting a little bit out of line, that kind of have that little suspect behavior. And we'll just we just say we brush it off. Oh, yeah, they're just crazy. Oh, yeah, that's just them. That's just their personality. No, they really need to seek help because yeah. trust me when I trust me when I say this dude who did that, I'm sure that he's erratic. I'm sure that he acts kind of spazzes out and stuff like that. And people around him don't say anything about it. You know, people actually need to like stand up and say, yo, let's get this brother some help. Let's get this girl some help if they are, you know, if they're showing signs of mental illness. Uh, another crazy story, man. It's just been a, a wild weekend. I, I can't even say a wild week, said 2020 has really been unbelievable yeah. with the way people oh, yeah. are really acting in these streets. Case in point, a Mississippi councilwoman has been charged with domestic violence after she fired off a shot in a Walmart parking lot during a domestic violence situation with her ex-girlfriend. This incident was caught on camera and has gone viral. Everybody's talking about it. Now, this all went down in Summit, Mississippi. The councilwoman's name is Pauline Munley. Now, she saw her ex-girlfriend and her ex-girlfriend's new fiance in a Walmart parking lot and tried to jump her and, and a brawl just broke out. So yeah. Pauline reached in her pocket and pulled for her gun. And you can actually hear her in the video saying, you're going to jail before she lets off a shot towards the front of the store. Uh, Pauline actually turned herself in. She was charged with domestic violence, simple assault. Oh, that's it right there. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> she guns blazing. Like she, she ain't playing. She like a linebacker, too. Look at her. 
Like she pistol whipping and all sorts of other stuff. She's a savage. Yeah, she's she's she, she's straight savage. But anyway, she turned herself in. She was charged with domestic violence, simple simple assault, and discharging a firearm. And she says that she's innocent and she fired her gun in self defense. But you know, like as a councilwoman, why are you acting like that? You know what I mean? Like, come on, yeah. like even even if you weren't a councilwoman, you shouldn't be acting like that. But because you're a councilwoman, people hold you to a certain standard, and you are acting like a fool out in these streets, and that's insane, man. Yeah, it's a crazy woman. Um, I I actually forgot to pull up the uh, mugshot. Hold on, uh, there's the mugshot. Uh, because that's what we do at Everybody Mad Podcast. We come with receipts. <laughs> but that's her. And she looks like she could be a teacher. She kind of favors herself around a little bit. Normal lady, but like her girlfriend just got to her. Like, yeah, look at her. She show, but Walmart for for whatever reason has has the ability to bring out the worst in people. It does. Walmart really does, especially like is I know is is there like a, a hood Walmart by where you stay? You know, because I I got one over by like we got one out here. Nah, we ain't even got Walmarts in Detroit. What y'all got? Targets? Uh, we got some Targets. Uh, well, Walmarts are really in the suburbs here. Hmm. Right. So no Walmart. No. Super Walmart. No. What? But it's in the suburbs. It's but it's like a twenty minute drive. You know what I'm saying? So. so who wants to drive 20 minutes for Walmart? Because mm -hmm. oh. you're actually downtown Detroit, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. In the high rise. Yeah. Living the life. Moving on up. She. <laughs> All these bills. Big, big. Hey. Okay. Like they say in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. okay. Hey, keeping it moving. Some sad news to report this week. Uh, an actress that we all know, uh, Natalie DeSell Reed. Is that how you pronounce her middle name? Or is that her maiden name? DeSell Reed. Yeah, Natalie DeSell Reed. She's best known for her role in Baps with Halle Berry. She actually passed away this month, this past Monday morning from colon cancer. She was diagnosed earlier this year. And just like chat with Bozeman, she kept it all on the low. No one knew about it in the public except for her family. They all knew. Now, besides Baps, Natalie starred in shows like uh, Eve, the uh, popular sitcom. She played in Medea's Big Happy Family, How to Be a Player with Bill Bellamy and Cinderella with Brandy. She was surrounded by family when she died. She leaves behind her husband and three children. Natalie was 53 years old. That's so sad, man, because that's she's so young. And, yeah. and you know, I got to say, you know, like she is an actress that, you know, everybody's really talking about it because the work that she's done has stood the test of time. I mean, she's she's done her work. The work that she's done is, is relevant to the culture. Yeah. Eve, you know, uh how to be a player like these are these are stuff that people still watch to these to this day so like people know her face when they see her that's just so sad i really my heart really goes out to her family and especially her kids too yeah that was holly robinson tweeted something about her uh yeah. saying you know she was really totally heartbroken because holly robinson's mom is a hollywood manager and used to manage um denise i mean i'm sorry natalie she she managed yeah. natalie so that's yeah crazy. it's really sad yeah yeah, it's real sad. Mm -hmm. Another one gone. 2020 has been a beast, man. Man, 2020 is crazy. Speaking of which, this is another crazy story, man. We got crazy stories. I told you this show this is going to be a real good show. I don't know if you all saw this yet or not, but video has gone viral of a white dude getting pulled over by the police, refusing to get out of his car. He actually showed police his handgun on the seat right next to him, and he even threatened to shoot the cops. And what happened to him? His white privilege kicked in. And nothing happened to this guy at all. He got arrested. That's it. But did not get shot. Now, had this been a black dude and says, get ready to play the video. Had this been a black dude, he would have he would have been shot just off rip. Yeah. Yeah. I believe we deserve it. Now, it's about three minutes. And, and, and like I might skip past a little bit of it. But, but look at this. That's all you got to play because had he had been black, he would have been shot. He would have been shot immediately. Yeah, like it's already long. It's already they don't even give us that much time. Don't go. Hey, you have right to You have right to Don't you dare. You have right to You know that. You have right to Hey, 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 h
It's, it just, once again, it goes to show you so, how white privilege like really works in America because had that been a black man, it definitely wouldn't have gone down that way. Say, what's your thoughts? That video goes on further. I actually cut it off quicker than I wanted to, but the video goes on further where uh, where literally he he pushes them away and 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 he takes off in the car. So so it, it's like a black man wouldn't even got to the point of even getting to the like the moment we decided to put the, put it in gear. He's dead because like they're opening fire. But it's it's crazy how much restraint people can have. Like that's why we say white lives matter, but definitely black lives don't because you can have a gun. You can be in a uh, area because he not only has a gun, but he has a weapon. Of yeah. a vehicle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, over. You yeah. know I mean? so, so like that, like armed with with the ability for deadly assault. You know what I'm saying? So he easily could have been uh, like the next hashtag if he was black. You know what I'm saying? And like mm. like a, like a lot of us wouldn't have been able to say, well, he didn't have a gun. Well, he did try and run. Well, he did do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, if he was black, it would have been so much different. And that's the frustration that we all feel. And like, like he even got to the point of where he, not only is he still alive, but he got to leave that particular crime scene after he had gotten uh, pulled over. And that's crazy. Because like in other cases, like you can get killed if, if you have a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's insane, Said It's insane. And so a lot of people are up in arms. But, I, you know, it's interesting. Like, I wonder when a person uh, that's, you know, like a Caucasian person, when they watch this, they can now really understand, wow, you know, this is the stuff that's been going on where, yeah. you know, because the, of the color of our skin, we are afforded certain opportunities and 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 not get killed and by police and stuff yeah. of that nature, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit more in the show about white privilege because um, Lori <laughs> yeah, uh, McLaughlin's our daughter. Um, I, I didn't even I didn't know she was a uh, what, what, like, really a socialite or a social media celebrity? Yeah, she's uh, a uh, an influencer. On yeah, we we'll talk about her uh, white privilege uh, later on in the show, but mm -hmm. it's just crazy because honestly, like, I think just just like we'll find out with her, they don't even think about it. They don't even think about it as privilege because their life doesn't know anything worse. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, in their mind, it's just normal life. You know, so right. So, like, I'm willing to bet, like, they don't think about it. Right. And so, so when we're screaming Black Lives Matter and all these sort of things, they're 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 like really like y'all are always complaining about stuff you know what i'm saying it, it, it's 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 why it's so difficult to move the needle on a lot of these racial conversations because they won't mm -hmm. even step outside of their comfort zone or, or their normality to really even have any sort of empathy for anybody yeah. else, you know? it's unfortunate man it's unfortunate leave your comments let us know what you're thinking about the show and tonight's hot topics all right, civil rights and FBI investigators will help look into the fatal shooting of a black man whose family says that he was holding a sandwich, not a gun, when he was shot by police in front of his two toddlers and his own grandmother while inside his own home. Now, after the state attorney general's office declined to investigate the shooting of Casey Goodson Jr., the Justice Department will now investigate along with the FBI in Cincinnati and the Columbus police. The Franklin County Sheriff's Office and police union have no comment on Deputy Jason May, who actually did the shooting, Casey was only 23 years old and, you know, said when you said this story to me, I was like, wow, man, like that's just unbelievable. It's yeah. still it's, it's, it's interesting. Like it's still. And, and what was the date on this? Said? When did this happen? Because I didn't get the uh, date. Exactly. Story. I think this this stuff is still happening despite Sandra Bland, despite, you know, all the people that we've lost. Yeah. George Floyd. You know what I mean? Like stuff is still happening in this country. Police violence towards African-Americans are still happening. So yeah. you look at this situation that we just got through watching where this white guy actually told cops, I'm going to shoot you. I have a gun. And you see what happened. Like they didn't even shoot him. They didn't do anything. And I'm not saying that they should have shot him. I don't want him to get shot. I'm just saying like right. this guy was actually holding a sandwich in his own house and police shot him thinking it was a gun. Yeah. And that's just in because front of, of, his in front of his two kids. And like, not only is one life lost, three more lives are traumatized because they they literally watched that. Like that, like that man was inside of his house. That yeah. man was not a threat because, like, what it was this sheriff's deputy? He was on a uh, case, like a task force. They were looking for somebody else. I guess um, uh, Casey caught his eye, so they followed him to the house. He was not even target of the sub uh, of whatever they were trying to investigate. They followed him to his house and then determined that he needed to be shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like how how does that even happen? Yeah, How does that even ridiculous. happen? That's ridiculous. 
It's just like kind of reminds me of like even like with the Breonna Taylor incident, you know what I mean? Like police yeah. busting in on people's houses, but not really getting like their facts together, not fact checking and making sure that they survey the situation in the environment to make sure that they're going to the right person's house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Like, like, it, like it's so unfortunate that that we're still going through this. Like, like even despite like all the screaming that we, we was doing, all the hundred and some days of straight protesting uh, after George Floyd is like, God, we still talking about this? For real, yeah, we still yeah. talking about it. Nobody did anything, so that's why I'm hopeful. Like, like that that needs to be priority one for whoever but uh, Biden puts in charge of the uh, Justice Department, whoever is the Attorney General. That needs to be priority one because, like, literally, like these police need to focus on something better than killing black folk because they got mm-hmm. white folks going crazy. Like, they got white folks trying to mutiny over Trump. That's what they need to be worried about. That's what they need to be preparing for because these white folks, these Trump supporters, they crazy. Like, they're going crazy right now. They so are. that's police need to be focused on like they don't need to be focused on black people coming home from subway you know what i'm saying like they need to be focused right. on the real threat because that's what's going to tear this country apart because trump don't care nothing about that mm-hmm. you're absolutely right said all right well i got another story for you all uh, up in michigan where said is right now the uh, michigan state representative cynthia johnson faces disciplinary action over a recent facebook post where she urged her constituents to do things right and in order while warning trump supporters to tread Lightly. Now, three of the three of the threats that were received was you'll be hanging, nigga Johnson, big lip nigga. Um, said is going to show you some of the stuff, but it's it's yeah. This is this is uh the last part of a video. It's a three minute video. We'll put put the whole video on uh, everybody mad podcast on, on our Facebook. But here's here's you the don't uh, have to curse anybody out. You the don't last have to call thirty seconds. Names. Hit their asses in the pocketbook. Now, mind you, she she do got a glass of Him wine in the pocketbook. <laughs> For instance, one of our bright citizens of our country. She's talking Illinois, about a threat she got from a lady in to, Illinois. Now, uh, voicemail me unknown, but guess what? FBI, state police, they found her. Listen to this so part. So this is just a warning to you Trumpers. This is the part they're mad about. Be careful. Walk lightly. We ain't playing with you. Enough of the shenanigans. Mm. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order make them pay i love y'all so that's the uh last part of the uh of of what she said and that last part is really what pissed people off at that last 30 seconds so if you didn't hear what what like she was doing beforehand if you didn't see her take a sip of that wine you know what i'm saying like you might kind of think that like oh like this is a militant black lady you know what i'm saying if you just listen to the first well the last 30 seconds like that's what you would think so like they're really really mad about that so that actually is kind of the part that they took and said like, no, you can't be threatening people. And actually, um, really honestly, if we're truthful, the, the uh, Democrats here, they're not supporting her um, on this either. So it's almost like she's out there uh, by herself. So I wanted to kind of show um, one or two uh, things of uh, the the uh, kind of the, why she did, said what she said, because uh, this is kind of what she was dealing with. Hold on. Okay. Mr. Johnson, keep the call coming, please. I thoroughly enjoy these harassing calls from your little midget. Please, by all means, keep them coming. There is nothing more that I enjoy in life than harassing niggers. So please, please, hand out my number. I love the conversation with your little midget. Yes. It's time for honoring yourself from being a man, you fucking hoe. So that's one of them. Uh, she actually was on the. Uh, show and she read another one of her um, kind of uh, email. So she's getting voicemail. She's getting uh, all sorts of really everything. You You are a lying, thieving nigger. Mm. I wasn't 100% confident that you are going to face a firing squad in Gitmo. I will kill you myself with my bare hands. They're outside of her house protesting. Wow. They got got guns. Feral animal. Voicemails they're leaving. They're calling Even her cell God phone. Says you're 
So that's just 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 like what she's going through. So like I I like I get how they was kind of mad, but like you like when you they were making threats to her. They were making threats to her. Not to interrupt and, you, say go ahead, because you were you were gonna make a point, but go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, no, like that was that was really my point is that like 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 despite all that's what's coming at her, like like she's getting voicemails, she's getting emails, she's getting text messages, she's getting people outside of her house. You know what I'm saying? And then like they're taking the last 30 seconds of what she's saying. You like, you know what? Like my thing is like, would she have been better to say, you know what? I'm just gonna bring my AK uh to the state uh floor when I come to be a senator or a state rep. I'm just gonna bring my gun and I'm just gonna bring me uh like armed security and they all gonna have AK 47s, just period. Right to everybody who wants smoke. Right, to anybody who wants smoke. Like what if what if she were to say that? But I mean, my thing is is that she has she's she's just responding to the threats that have been made against her. Yeah. So what's the big deal? You know what I'm saying? But then she's the one that gets reprimanded and disciplined for yeah. doing the same thing. And it's not like, you know, I, two rights don't make a wrong. But at the same time, Trump supporters have been just acting out and making threats to everybody. So, you know what I'm saying? So and, and, and it's not just black women. I mean, hell, they did it to uh, who was the uh, representative up there? She was in politics. It was a white woman. Remember, she oh, was a the governor, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, you know, so so people people are just acting, they're acting out right now, man. So she's just responding. So I don't see why she should be disciplined for that. She's just responding to what people did. You know what I mean? And like and, you said, they, they just took that 30, last 30 seconds. Right, right. And really letting them know that I'm not scared. And really, like, really what she was trying to say is that, like, all right, well, like, it's too much arguing, too much back and forth and all, all this. We're going to start just boycotting y'all. Like, we're like we're going to cut y'all off um, from that. And she said that in the uh, earlier part of the video. Like, she's like, we want to hit them in the pocketbook, get them where it hurts. So, yep. like, it, and, like, that's really where people pay attention is when money starts to be an issue. Like, like really, like, like we saw it when the George Floyd stuff started. When we started the protest, you saw the NBA came out and did some stuff. Major corporations like FedEx or whoever, like like money started to kind of start to get taken away from certain things based mm -hmm. off the protest. And she was right. You know what I'm saying? Like we if the talking ain't working, if the screaming ain't working, then start the boycott. But they didn't have that part. They just took that last 30 seconds. And then like that last 30 seconds, she looked like a black militant and and, and like she going to blow it up. And like she and she don't care which. You like you know what? Like you come at me all this time. I'm gonna let you know this. This really ain't the smoke you want. Right, I, right. I, like I, I've been quiet over here. I ain't did anything. Y'all just mad at me. And really, this really goes back to all. This goes back to is Giuliani. She was one of the people who questioned Giuliani and his people when they came here and tried to say the votes were invalid. She was just doing her job. Uh -huh. And now y'all yeah. threatening her because she asked some questions. It is crazy. That's why I tell people Michigan is just Mississippi with snow. There there is. Up here. It really is. But, you know, I was laughing and for the people that, that are watching because I was kind of laughing when she was doing her uh, her rant and everything. I was just but laughing because I could tell she was buzzing. Like you said, she had like a glass of wine. Glass of wine. You could tell that she was really feeling it. She she got that liquid courage and she was like, look, I'm going to yeah. let y'all know. So when she said right. shenanigans, I'm telling <laughs> you, that took me out. I'm tired of y'all shenanigans. Right. Right, she, like actually, like in uh, like in the in the beginning part of the video, like she she even said like, man, I wish I had a private room, and like and like I know in hindsight she probably knew wish she had a private room so uh -huh. she could just talk to people who she was trying to talk to, but like she did have a message for them. It's like I ain't the one mm -hmm. because like Michigan, a lot of lot of women up here they carry, so yeah, she ain't the one. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Let us know your comments with Everybody Mad Live podcast. We got some more stories to talk about. Back on white privilege again. Here we go. Here we go. Lori Lautland's daughter, Olivia Jade, went on Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk to discuss her family's involvement in the college admission scandal and how it opened her eyes to her white privilege life. Now, she says that she was embarrassed and even calls herself the poster child for white privilege. Lori was sentenced to two months behind bars after pleading guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud. And her dad got five months for pleading guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and mail fraud and one count of honest services, wire and mail fraud. Olivia's mom should be out before Christmas and her dad will be released in the spring. Do we have a clip of that, brother? Because I because I'm, I'm going to make a comment after we watch the clip. I'm exhausted with everything that we have to deal with as a community, and I just don't have the energy mm -hmm. to put into the fact that you lost your 
endorsements. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, or you're not in school right now. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be okay because your parents are going to go in and they're going to do their 60 days and they're going to pay their fine and you guys will go on and you'll be okay and you will live your life. Right. And there's so many of us that it is not going to be that situation. Yeah. It just makes it very difficult right now for me to care. Right. I totally in understand this that. atmosphere that we are in right now, a year from now, I might feel differently. Mm-hmm. But right now, in the atmosphere that the world is in, mm-hmm. it's very difficult for me to feel compassionate about oh. you. Even before the show started, Jada's mom had reservations about her being on the show. She's like, you know, it's kind of interesting to me how this privileged white girl is going to run to the three black women to try to clear her name. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, you know, like, do you understand, like, you know, the severity of what you've done and how, you know, your white privilege plays into all of this right here? So Jada's mom wasn't feeling it. But then Jada was like, well, you know, she needs to get on and just tell her story and just kind of like share her viewpoint on exactly how things went down. And I think that she did like, you know, my whole thing is I, I saw like clips. I've watched clips. I applaud her for what she did. I think that, um, you know, she, she really didn't know because she was like, you know, her parents like were like yeah. really thinking, okay, this is what we do. You know, we yeah. have this money. Let's pay yeah. for our child to get into school right here and, and falsify stuff and everything. Like they, 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 once again, it's their privilege, but they didn't know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I believe her when she says that. So, well, yeah, you know, like a lot of parents too. Like they, like the part part of their goal as being a parent is to give their child like an, an amazing childhood. A lot of parents they they say like I I don't I don't want my child to have to go through what I went through. I don't want to have my child to have to struggle or to want for and things like that. So like it's kind of common for a lot of parents if they especially if they have the means. If you have the means like you're like you're going to do a lot of things for your kids and then like in hindsight we're seeing like the result of of just that hyper parenting that a lot of people do is that you don't even let your kids go through the steps of honing themselves as a young adult and growing into and, and like an adult. So in hindsight what you create is entitled adults you create um adults who don't know how to deal with other adults like like you create toxic people you know what i'm saying and like that's just really the thing and but it goes back to the fact that like you only really know what you know and if you're not exposed to any other thing then like you might not know that like this ain't this this ain't life or like you might not know that like oh man this is the life you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i agree leave us your comments everybody mad live podcast more news to talk about. Uh, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle's estate filed legal documents uh, documenting the estate's final inventory appraisal, which actually puts the estate's value at over $4 million. And I got to give props to Nipsey. May he rest in peace. He was a definitely a smart brother. He was a leader in the community. But he actually bought shares in companies like Marathon Clothing. And he owned 100% interest in all money in No Money Out Incorporated, worth just over $2 million. His trademark portfolio, which includes his name, voice, signature, photograph, or likeness on or in products, merchandise, or goods is worth over $900,000. So, um, you know, I think we could all definitely learn from his hustle, you know, Nipsey hustle, you know, investing and buying shares. And, you know, like that's something that I'm trying to like learn more about is buying shares in stocks and companies, stuff of that nature. Uh, Airbnb, just uh, Airbnb and DoorDash, just went public uh, this past week. And, you know, everybody was like, yo, calling me like, you need to jump on this, you need to jump on it. So, you know, that's something that we need to do as African-Americans to be able to build wealth in our community and build wealth within our, in ourselves too, and in our family. So, um, you know, Nip, Nipsey is definitely to be commended for what he did. May he rest in peace. Yeah, I definitely agree. I got some a little stock portfolio myself. I'm not as diversified as I want to be, but uh, that's yeah. definitely the uh, good move. Like I, I can, I can, I, I got a couple stocks that I've made um, like $500 off just over the uh, pandemic. So like that, that really is the way to make money. Like a lot of people, and this is what I'm telling folks, like, like them two, three, four, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars that you're spending on the lottery. Like you'd be better, better sources just to let that money pool up and keep buying stocks and let, and, and let it grow. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. like, I got a portfolio that's just kind of like stock based. And then I got a, another portfolio that is uh, kind of based on like retirement stuff. So I'm kind of just still learning it myself. But but 
like I've been doing it for a couple of years to kind of have another stream of income because like we can't just depend on a job as no, our own source, yeah. you know. Because shoot, like a lot of us found out here in 2020, like even when the job is doing pretty well, like stuff can happen outside of the job, outside of the state, outside of everything else. Like mm -hmm. nobody knew this pandemic was going to hit. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, that's something I think we need to do. I have a financial advisor here in Atlanta. Uh, she used to be my mother's advisor and now she's okay. advising me since mom passed. But um, and I've, I've actually had her like for the past, maybe like it's actually been about like a good like 10 years now. But she's excellent. But I think we should put her on the show just to talk about how to increase wealth in the black community. I think that would be a great show topic. So, yeah, yeah I'll try to get uh, Miss Avery on the show um, for that. I know, you know, people up there, too. But uh, let us know your thoughts, man. Everybody live map podcast as we keep it moving. Now, said I don't know who this singer is, but she made headlines, a singer by the name of Anne Marie. Now, have you heard a song by Anne Marie? Do you know who that is, said? Nope. Well, well, no, like that's the lady that used to play on uh, L, uh on uh, a man, didn't she? That, well, see, that's what I thought. That I know I thought Anne Marie was the woman who played on um, uh, what's happening now, Roger's wife, right? And she played in Living Color and she played it in The Heat of the oh, Night. Yeah. Oh, well, like, yeah, like that, that's the same lady, I think. Yeah, she yeah. played, no, she didn't play in um, a man, did she? Yeah. Oh, Anne Marie Hartsford. Yeah, because she played on Friday too. Um yeah. she played in the night too. Like she played in a whole lot. I was like, let me let me find this. Hold on. Anne Marie. Go ahead. Anne Marie actress. Oh, yeah. go. No. Okay, I, so, okay, I don't so this is a lady from anything. No, okay, not. so this is a singer right here. She was actually arrested after shooting a man in the head down here in Atlanta. It all went down December 1st at the Intercontinental in Buckhead. Why can't we, why we got to act up in Buckhead? That's just, that's an Atlanta thing. I'm from Atlanta. So I just, I just hate when people, you know, like when people of color, when we just show our asses in Buckhead, because it's just a bougie part of town. And then, you know, the white people that live there are like, see, that's why we don't want you in our area anyway. Any, that's just, that's just me going off on a rant. But anyway, Anne-Marie, she claimed that the handgun had fallen off the table in the room and hit the man in the head. She was reportedly very distraught when police arrived, screaming and crying, but police say she couldn't produce tears. So as a result, she was booked <laughs> and charged <laughs> with possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And the victim right now that she shot is in critical condition. And what the hell? That's crazy, but you need to tell like the real stuff because they say that the man that they talking about the man like i know that we we are we uh we try and be journalistic and newsy and we want to do the right thing and say allegedly but yeah. allegedly that man is like that side dude like she had a side dude that that uh she was kind of uh just having some situations with long term you know what i'm saying and really whatever, whatever happened yeah what that's what it say yeah so and that's why they're in the hotel. And so then they probably got into an argument. He was probably like, look, you know, I, I want to like, just let's cut this off or something like that. Maybe she got mad and shot him in the head or something like that. Right. It's crazy, man. Right. 2020 is an insane year. More insaneness, more craziness. It went down in Florida, this time at Disney World, of all places, the happiest place on earth. Would you believe that your boy Spectacular from Pretty Ricky got arrested in Disney World for attacking one of his employees? Now, Spectacular, what he did was he did some dumb shit. Now, this is this is this is fuckery right here. File this under fuckery. Spectacular did a fake sneeze and said, coronavirus, coronavirus, as a joke while standing in line for a ride. So, of course, a park employee he over, overheard him and checked him. He's like, yo, man, why are you doing that? That's stupid. They got into a heated argument. It escalated into a big fight. Next thing you know, Spectacular punched the Disney employee in the face. He was arrested and charged with battery, and he's been banned from all Disney properties for life. But then my whole thing is... Come on now, you know he could just go into any. He he could walk into Walt Disney World, it, Disneyland out in L.A. and they wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? So how could you? I remember one time I got. I remember one time. Uh, me, me, go ahead. No, I'm saying like honestly, yeah, like a lot of people probably don't know who that is anyway. Yeah. He can just walk in. So when they, they just say that, you know what I'm saying? But he's going to walk in because I know one time uh, back in the day, me and uh, my boy James, we were banned from a club one time. And 
still walked up in that club, you know what I'm saying? Like just got into like a verbal altercation with some dudes back in the day and, you know, cursing people out. And then we cursed out the owner of the club. And then the owner was like, you're out of here. Get out of here. Get the freak out of here. And we were <laughs> like, all right. And how's about maybe like a month later, we were back up in that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, honestly, like a lot of times, like they have new door people anyway. And like they forget. And, and then when they say it, like, like they probably drunk, so they don't remember it anyway. It's like, wow. like, and then like, he's kind of irrelevant, honestly, from, from a fame perspective, from somebody who's doing music. So don't nobody know who he is, but, but it's kind of crazy. Cause like, like what did like a month or two ago, the other guy in uh, pretty Ricky uh, blue, I think baby boy blue or whatever the hell he is. Blue, like yeah, he, he had, coronavirus thing, but what his thing was, uh, wasn't he uh, doing something illegal with uh, PP? Uh, P loans and got in a yeah. vehicle or something like that. Right, he was taking uh coronavirus like what was it like funding or money yeah. and, you know, like relief funds yeah, for coronavirus and and buying like Rolexes and Lamborghinis uh, and yeah. like all this kind of stuff. Just some just some hood shit, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that people know good and well. People know better, you know what I'm saying? We're all adults, but I feel like sometimes people always say. Oh, you know, I found a little loophole. Let me see what I can do. And maybe yeah. they try, they, they might try to do something, get a little check for about like five grand. And they say, okay, like, let me go bigger with it. Yeah. And that was the case with uh, Blue from Pretty Ricky. But, you know, my whole thing as an adult is just certain things that you should and shouldn't do. Like, I feel like yeah. we just, as, as black men, man, we just, if we want better, we got to carry ourselves with respect. You know what I mean? And doing dumb shit like this, like, you can't, case in point, I got a story. Walking out of this restaurant um, the, the other day after celebrating my birthday, there was a group of black women, about like 15 black women. Right. So me and my boy Godfrey were walk, walking out of the restaurant. Right. And the, the group of black women, they're taking like a big group picture set. And mm -hmm. so the one girl that's holding the camera, I was walking past. So I was like, baby, I said, you want me to you know, you want to jump in that picture and I'll take the picture for you. She looked at me. She was like, no. And I was like. <laughs> Okay, so I kept on going. I was like, and then I told Godfrey, like, as I'm walking, I was like, well, it was just the energy for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it was a little bit off. I didn't like the energy. It was a little bit off. Next thing yeah. you know, one of the girls out of the group, she said, what you say? What you say? What, what you say? And her boyfriend was holding her back. I turned around. I see this little girl. She has to be at least, at least five to a, a wow. buck 20. You know what I'm saying? Soaking wet. Right. Getting held back by her big boyfriend talking about what you say, what you say. And, and so what I did was I diffused the situation. I said, sis, I said, it was the energy for me, baby. I said, your girl, she was just, mm -hmm. I was smiling. I said, your girl was just, the energy was a little bit off, but it's cool. It's cool. Right. And she, she was like, it was the energy. And then <laughs> the girl was like, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it. I said, I know, babe. I said, I said it's cool. It's cool. Right. I said, but everybody, I said, everybody good. Everybody good. Everybody just started laughing because what I said, it was the energy for me, sis, because your girl was like, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everybody just started laughing. But right. it was kind of funny because what if I was a dude a like a that want to turn up, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if I was somebody else? Next yeah. thing you know, it would have been, and, and even like Godfrey was like, man, he said, you defuse that situation, but it's kind of funny because, you know, like those girls, it's just two of us, and it's like 15 girls, and they hood chicks, and they look like they were ready to scrap. They wanted to smoke. You right. know what I mean? So it would have been us just like sitting down, getting beat down. You know what I mean? Because we're, we're dudes, we can't hit them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we would have got jumped by 15. Well, well, and this is a whole nother show. But then what gives, and, and this is not, I don't know if this is a sexist statement or not, but as a woman, why would you even try to buck on a dude like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, Come on, like I had this conversation this week. It's like it, like it's crazy, is it? Like because like I think think preceding everything is the fact that like there's a long-standing uh, standard in a lot of our uh, families that like you like you don't hit women, just regardless. Like you, like you don't hit women like that. Like that's what a lot of us were brought up with. However, yeah. there's a lot of people who wasn't brought up with that nowadays. <laughs> so now you got people like us who probably like it's gonna take a whole lot for me or you to hit a woman, but like for somebody else. Like it only take them kind of stepping on their shoe, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. it's like a whole different sort sort of uh, like relations. But like a lot of women, they think it's a lot of men out here like us, you know what I'm saying? Like they ain't gonna pop off. But no, no, boo boo. There's a lot of people who ain't like us. Right, exactly. That 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 will that will beat you down. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, yo, uh, you you got this dude that's like three plus, three hundred plus, and and you weigh one hundred and twenty six, six, six four. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's come what on, you gonna man. do? Like, realistically, like the best she can do is grab weapons and try and do things like like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, re realistically, like, like it don't even matter if she got hands. Like, the hands ain't gonna hurt. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So anyway, that's that's what that's how that's how that, but that's that new generation though. Okay. And you know, I talked I talk to a couple of friends about that too. A lot of people they say, yeah, that's just how the new generation they are. But anyway, yeah. leave your comments with the Everybody Mad podcast, and really appreciate everybody checking us out too. You all know, uh, since we are in this whole COVID situation, many artists right now are missing the feeling and the financial benefit of doing a whole bunch of live performances. But there really isn't. It doesn't look like things are going to change anytime soon because the COVID numbers keep going up. So. You know, uh, some people are doing concerts. Some people are doing, you know, theater productions and stuff like that. Some people just aren't doing it at all. Well, your boy Trey Songs actually had a concert at a nightclub, took to the stage in Columbus, Ohio, where there were reportedly 500 people in attendance. Not one person wearing a mask. Nobody was social distancing, including the staff. And we have video of that right there. We got video and audio because uh, Trey Songs is just dumb. <laughs> Oh, what's on slow too? No man, living the life. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> she cute. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> One person got on a mask. His bodyguard got on a mask. Nobody. All right, bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, there's one bodyguard. Oh, there's another person got on a mask. We got to do better. We got to do better. We got to do better, people. We got to do better. That's just out of control, man. So, like, within like seven days or so, like, Columbus, Ohio, people going to start regretting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we uh, uh -huh. actually got Columbus, so like it's just one of those things. Like I, I need like like I'm almost scared scared like my niece is that age in uh, Columbus, and only I didn't I didn't want to text her and see like was you at that Trey Songz concert? I know, right? But I'm like, <laughs> is it, like, I think, like why are y'all risking it all for Trey Songs? Cause they love them. They love Trigger. Trey Songs. They love Trigger. They love Trigger. Of all the people, Trey Songs is who you gonna put it all on the line for? If you and I see you in two weeks, you go, you go, like, are you gonna think that Trey Songs was worth it, Mister Steal Your Girl? <laughs> Mister Steal Your Life. <laughs> That's crazy, man. They said, you know, we got to talk about this right here. Vander Holyfield and his team—they've actually been in contact with Mike Tyson's camp, and he strongly believes that they are very close to inking a deal for a third fight. Vander Holyfield. 58 years old. Tyson, 54. The two first fought way back in 1996 where Evander won via TKO in the 11th round. Then in 1997, the rematch went down where Mike Tyson famously bit off a chunk of Evander Holyfield's ear. Tyson was disqualified in the third round, so a third fight would definitely be dope. And I love seeing a resurgence of these throwback fighters from back in the day come back and fight, whether it be, you know, an exhibition fight or real fight. I, just, I love it because it just takes me back to just back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So I love yeah, it. Bro. It's I love it. I really yeah. want to see that. Yeah, they oh, said it's wow. like... It's... Oh, and they're, yeah, they're actually like they did his show together. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. They And and they they actually, like, they've done the show several times. Like, they reconciled years ago. Um, So I've been seeing them in different uh, appearances. They did something for Fox. Uh, sports um so there's not really a lot of animosity and things like that here here they're talking about the incident uh because you know tyson has a uh a podcast called Pocket, hot yeah. boxing or something like that so yeah, they yeah. yep yep so they were on that so so they have a cool relationship but i think what they're seeing is the fact that like i think it was almost two million people uh who ordered the pay-per-view uh of tyson and um roy jones and then yeah, it was jake but People are saying that it's YouTube that's helping boxing because really ain't nobody really checking for boxing uh, really since our generation. Like 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 we like like kids of the 90s, uh, like we knew about boxing and 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 like waiting for Tyson and Holyfield. And then after Ho uh, Holyfield, you had uh, Mosley and you had uh, like so. So like there's like a whole host of like famous boxers that we all have. But, but right now, can't nobody name the heavyweight champion of the world. Like boxing is kind of fell off a little bit since uh, right. MMA kind of took uh, 
a lot of our precedents. But uh, Tyson himself said that, you know what, <clears throat> these YouTubers, they're really helping boxing step back forth because not only are they bringing back some um, some older faces that we recognize from boxing, but they're also starting a new trend because a lot of these YouTubers like Jake Paul um, will be mm -hmm. fighting. Well, well, I guess we're going to talk about that. Um, he he uh, beat up. Well, his brother's going to fight, too, in a fight, yeah. um, too. So they're saying this is part of the resurgence that people are going through. Right, right, exactly. Like uh, uh, Logan Paul is going to be fighting Floyd Mayweather. Now, this is actually going to be an exhibition match yeah. set for February 20th. So this is already a done deal. They signed the contracts. The ink is dry and, and they are ready to go. It's going to be available on pay-per-view. Floyd is 43 years old and boasts a legendary 50 and old record as a professional fighter. Logan is 25 years old and he has 0-1 as a pro. Good luck, yeah, <laughs> Logan Paul. Right, I didn't realize that that was um that was so so this is Jake Paul's brother. You know what I'm saying? So they're both famous uh, YouTubers, um, and I didn't realize that. But uh, obviously, like his brother has not his fight. His but his brother beat a basketball player. His brother didn't fight an actual boxer. Uh, so um, I think uh, Logan might need to kind of reconsider what he's doing because now y'all are y'all are still YouTubers, but now y'all are fighting actual boxers. I think uh, like like it might be going to your head how you knock Nate Robinson down on the ground, yeah. but like yeah, this is a trained boxer. Like like even how you saw like Tyson and uh, Roy Jones, like those was boxers. Like you could tell. And then even when you saw the fight, Nate Robinson when when he was fighting, you could tell that he ain't never fought a fight before in his life. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like he he had zero defense. Like he had his arms down here the whole time. Like, dude, dude, what, what? Like he wasn't blocking nothing. Like his arms was down here and down yeah. here, whatever. Head was wide open. I was like, yeah, bro. It, it, like it, yeah. You ain't gonna win. You ain't yeah. gonna be in this box. And, he, and even Roy Jones. And even Roy Jones after he fought Mike Tyson. Remember in the post interview, he was like, oh, yeah, man. He was like, yo, if it's it's um, it's so painful to get hit by Tyson. Like, you know, he's getting punched in the chest and all in the stomach and everything. He said, I'm worn out. So <laughs> I, I can't even imagine this Logan Paul cat. I'm telling you, he's going to, he's going to yeah. regret this right here. He is. I don't care how hard he trains, man. Floyd Mayweather has not lost, not one fight in his career. Really, bro. You're going to try to go up against him. You said what? I said, and he thinks he's going to be the one to knock him out. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Got a couple more stories before we wrap things up. So we talked about this earlier, and I, I want to definitely talk about this right here. Twister has come under fire right now. Twister's getting dragged on social media. Twister, you know Twister from back in the day, rapper from Chicago. Anyway, he posted a now-deleted Instagram meme comparing Gabourey Sidibe, you know, the actress, to model Bernice uh, Burgos. Now, Bernice, you know, she's an Instagram model. Now, the picture was kind of meant to symbolize a successful but not conventionally attractive woman choice a while bernice was supposed to be the type of woman that's supposed to be beautiful but she ain't got her shit together choice b right and said got the pit i don't know if you got the picture of it or not hey okay. see but twister he's a big boy so maybe he was coming from the standpoint of yo i'm a big cat i can you know yeah i'm big so i can talk about big folks that's that's how i am i'm like so that's it right there that's it right there so a 401k make, oh, I was going to do it. Go back a little bit on it. Yeah. So, so that's what's going on. So, okay. So it says a 401k makes $30 an hour, own a house, a car, and Bernice Pitcher, three kids, 12,000 followers on the gram, no car, which would you choose? And pretty much Gabourey Sidibe, she clapped back and she was like, Twister, I only like you as a rapper. I forgot about in 2005, but good luck with option B. <laughs> right. That was a that was a classy that was a classy uh, clap back. Oh, I just got some breaking news, Sid. Oh, what? I got to interrupt with this uh, breaking news. Uh, right. Debo died. Debo? Debo from Friday. Oh, Tiny. Uh, oh. Oh, man. Yeah, wait, cousin, cousin, I'm I'm doing a broadcast. I'm doing my uh podcast. I'll call you right back. All right, bye. Yeah. That was my cousin Monique. Uh let's see. Said is looking it up just to verify everything because you know black folks text stuff and sometimes it don't be true. Oh yeah. 
Um, yeah. What's his name? Tiny. Um, tiny, wow. tiny Lister. Wow. B. Lester has died. Yep. Uh, TMZ is reporting it out also. Oh, gosh. My phone is blowing up now, too. Crazy. That's unbelievable. And I got a story about Tiny Lester, too. May he rest in peace. That's yeah, so sad. Awesome. While Seth is looking that up, I'll just tell you all back in the day. Yeah, Tiny Tiny tried to holler at my mom at a restaurant on O'National back in the day. <laughs> and I was so mad at him. And my mom oh, was all gone. He tried to holler at my mom. Wow. Hey. Tiny Listen was all okay, so, so let's see. Uh let's see. They got the call of an unconscious male uh, at 3 p.m. today. He was transported to the hospital. He was pronounced dead on the scene. Wow. No word yet on the cause of death. Man, that is so sad. Yeah. Man, 2020 sucks. Wow. It really does, man. Wow. Oh, man, well... Just a couple more stories, like I told you. Um, Shouts out to MSNBC. They named their first successor. Uh, uh, They actually named their they named a successor to their uh, president, Phil Griffin. Rashida Jones, she's a sister. She's the senior vice president for news at MSNBC and NBC News. Uh, This appointment will make Jones the first black woman to lead a major television network news network. And right now she's currently overseeing the daytime news coverage for the network, along with breaking news and specials for broadcasts, including two town halls for the 2020 presidential election. Black girl magic at its finest right there. And she is doing it big, man. It's definitely proud of her. Congratulations to her. I want to uh, say a congratulations uh, to somebody else too, who making some black history. He actually is one of the uh, youngest mayors um, in uh, Baltimore history. Um, and I wanted to uh, bring him up because just uh, just because we got the same last name. And I wanted to bring it up because Brandon came through with the Afro with the Afrocentric. Yes. Like he, he looks young, too, but uh, he's uh, he's actually not that young. He's 36. Uh, but uh, okay. he, he, um, he was the uh, city council president uh, for uh, quite some years. And he was on our city council as well. Um, so I want to shout out uh, Brandon. But uh, I want to show his other picture, too. Um, like a brand new dude without the fro. Uh, yeah. I, I think, but I, I think the cup. You said what? I said I appreciate him being so black. Yeah, unapologetically black. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So congratulations to him. Finally, one more story before we wrap things up. Our friends, uh, friends to the show for uh, the Everybody Mad Live podcast, uh, the Get Your Booty to the Pole girls are back to encourage everybody in the beautiful state of GA to go vote in the Senate runoff election. Get Your Booty to the Pole teamed up with the New Georgia Project to release another PSA, and this time aimed at the state of Georgia to remind voters to complete their entire ballot and to remind them about the Senate runoff election on January 5th. The video was directed by our girlfriend to the show, Angela Barnes, produced by friend to the show, Paul Fox, and features some of the baddest shake dances in the ATL. First of all, we want to thank you, brothers, for getting your booty to the poll during the November 3rd election. We had record voter turnout. Making it rain ballots, y'all. But it's not over yet. Georgia has a runoff election on January 5th for two Senate seats. We want you to know that it's not about who you vote for, it's what you vote for. Won't criminal justice reform? What kind of judges do you want in our courts? The Senate approves presidential appointments, like who runs the Department of Justice and the FBI. The Senate approves federal judges, and that's a lifetime appointment, y'all. Black lives matter to us. Want to know if black lives matter to the candidates? Go to getyourbootytothepole.com to learn where they stand on issues that affect us. And by us, we mean black people. So think about what you want, Georgia. And on January 5th, Let's finish what we start. Get your booty to the pole. Get, get, get your booty to the pole. I'm about to say, I'm like, can't be that clean. I know, right? <laughs> Let's finish what we start. For voter resources, go to get your booty to the pole. Hey, hey. Yeah. I love it. I love it. 
Get your booty to the pole, man. We got to do that because so much is riding on this election right here. Yeah, we know. And too, like, this is what I tell folks. Like, how bad they're fighting over the fact that they lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, which which, which should show you right now. I'm like, man, like, our votes are so important. So important that they're trying to cheat and go to the court. Like, man, I lost, like, 50 court cases trying to get votes thrown out. Georgia done recounted their votes uh, two times. So so y'all done counted votes three times, and it's still the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So... Get your booty to the pole because our votes are very, very important for us. And then, two, we want that Senate because that's going to help us. Like, like they still ain't got a coronavirus checks. Ain't nobody got no extra check. Right. Meanwhile, other countries are getting checks every month. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah. your booty to the pole. It's crazy, man. Definitely rough. Well, we're wrapping everything up on the Everybody Man Live podcast. Thank you very much. For holding us down and rocking with us throughout the evening. Don't forget you can stream us on all platforms where you can find podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Everybody Mad. Also, you can check me out too. Kenya Kabeen one on Facebook and Kenya Kabeen on Instagram and Twitter. All right. I'm a set lover everywhere, so you can check us out. Also, solo.2 slash everybody mad. Check us out there. You can find all the resources, all the past shows, because this is show number 32. So you can see what we're talking about previously or also stay in contact with us throughout the week. But without that, with that being said, we'll see you the next time. All right.